There's a spiritual war that's going on for our communities. It's a war between the kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness. And God wants to equip us to be His occupying force in our communities. Join in today to learn more. Welcome to today's podcast episode of Occupying Force. We're Kimberly and Richard Wilson, and we welcome you today. Today we want to talk about the concept of spiritual mapping, and that may be a new term to some of you. It really is about surveying the land that you occupy. What do we mean by that? It means we look at the place that we live, whether it's your home or it's your city, or perhaps you're involved in the school district. You look at those particular areas and you start to see what the enemy's up to and what God is up to. Yeah, we have found that we go in a lot of places, we travel, and they can tell us everything that is amiss in the city. They'll say, well, okay, this is going on drug addiction, or this is going on. And we found that many times what's happening is when people recognize that, then the devil's really showing his hand. And so what we're after with spiritual mapping is, sure, we want to know the problem, but then what we want to do is find out the root of the problem. And then from that, we know that God always has a solution to that root. And so it's like being able to dig through to find out, okay, what, what is the destiny of God for this place? What, what is his hand? Where is his finger in this land? Because the enemy always comes, he always has since the garden. He always comes then to take it off its course, to take it off its destiny. So when you can look at it that way, then all of a sudden you'll know, okay, there's research here I need to do. So in spiritual mapping, you're going to draw up a map. Why are things the way they are? And that may mean that you've got to go to the library. It may mean that you've got to start doing some historical digging. It may mean that you've got to start um, even asking questions. Sometimes even look at what's going on inside the church. What's going on with the churches um, and those kinds of things. And God wants to give us that because God wants to go in and he wants to change the land. So often we see the problems that are going on, but we don't seek a solution. And when we're praying, we will start praying that the problem goes away. Well, we almost use the language of we're great at going against something. We're against this. We'll find out what God's for. You know, and we like to say around Watchmen Arise, where there's fruit, there's a root. And so what we're after when we're doing spiritual mapping is looking at the root causes for situations. We'll give you one testimony. And again, just knowing that the burden of what we're talking about is on Holy Spirit, but he'll begin to reveal and he'll begin to direct. So we have a friend over in the Vero Beach area on the east coast of Florida. And God had given him a dream years back. I mean, probably the mid-90s. And in the dream, he was trying to piece together, God, what are you saying to me? And why are you saying it? I won't go into all the details of the dream, but he kept it and the Holy Spirit would keep bringing it back up. And then finally, he started doing some investigating in into the area because it had something to do with bloodshed. So in this case, the, the AIs, Indians, that tribe on the east coast of Florida, and they were a terrible tribe. I mean, to the point of cannibalism. And, and when the Spaniards or anybody will come into the land, they do everything in the growth, in the jungle type, to put them in a place of trauma. 
And so this particular man, then God led him, the Holy Spirit led him to the exact piece of land on the East Coast where it took place. Now, it probably wasn't the only piece, but in terms of the intel that God wanted to give so that then a solution could come. And so we went over there, our team went over there, we were looking to just do a fathering conference. And um, this man gives us this. He says, here, you need this research. We knew instantly, okay, God's giving us some intel. He's showing us the hand of the enemy. But from that, then we know what God wants to do. And so he, he took us to the park where that took place. And literally, you, you walked in there, you could feel you could feel in the atmosphere what had taken place. You could, you could feel the fear of the people of what those Indians had done to them. So that, then the Holy Spirit, just he brought it out. He's the one that gave the map to said, okay, here it is. Won't go into all the details today, but we, knowing that information, began to train intercessors, begin to go in there, wait for God to say, now's the time to pull the trigger. With those things, because of that spiritual mapping, we had the intel that we needed, and then, and it wasn't instantaneous, it took us a few years. But then when God said, now's the time, I can tell you that the atmosphere changed all in that whole area. And, um, and we had a team. We were working together, apostles and prophets, <clears throat> because it was a very strategic land. It had to do with the state of Florida, not just that region. And so we went in and we did. We just followed what God told us to do. We'll talk about those things later in a different episode. But we did, we did that. And then we went back and we could tell. We went, we literally went back to the, to the park area where that had taken place. The whole atmosphere had changed. And so we were able to begin to see measurable results taking place because of that spiritual mapping. So, one of the things you're mapping is where demonic altars have been set up. So where there's been trauma that's happened in the land, there's been bloodshed, broken covenants, immorality, or idolatry that's taken place in the land. It sets up fortress for the enemy, a stronghold for him in that place. And so in the demonic realm, the demons are like, "Woo, this is our place. We can occupy here. We have legal right because there's been damage. There's been an infraction that's happened to the land there. So for that to take place, it, it always, the enemy will tempt work things to where humans will then do some kind of ungodly act. Once that ungodly act takes place, then the enemy's looking to build a stronghold. And usually it will take at least three generations to where what we would say would be a stronghold for principalities and powers. So, you know, Habakkuk 2 talks about this when the Lord is replying to Habakkuk, who, you know, was wanting the vision from the Lord concerning some issues that were on his heart. The Lord spoke this to him in uh, Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 12. Woe to him who builds a city with bloodshed and founds a town with violence. Is it not indeed from the Lord of hosts that people toil for fire and nations grow weary for nothing? For the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Woe to you who make your neighbors drink, who mix in your venom of even to make them drunk, so as to look on their nakedness. You will be filled with disgrace rather than honor. 
Now you yourself drink and expose your own nakedness. The cup of the Lord's right hand will come around you, and utter disgrace will come upon your glory. For the violence done to Lebanon will overwhelm you, and the devastation of its beasts by you, you terrify by which you terrify them because of human bloodshed and violence done to this land to the town and all its inhabitants and then he addresses idolatry in verse 18 he says what profit is the idol when its maker has carved it or an image a teacher of falsehood for its maker trusts its own handiwork when he fashions speechless idols woe to him who says to a piece of wood awake to a mute stone arise and that is your teacher behold it is overlaid with gold and silver and there is no breath at all inside it but the lord in his holy temple let all the earth be silent before him we recognize that scripture makes it very clear that the earth the whole earth belongs to the lord but what the Lord has done is given stewardship then over the earth to us as his children. It goes all the way back to the very first what we call a mandate that God gave in Genesis. When he said, and God blessed them and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth, subdue it, rule over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the sky, over every living thing that moves on the earth. So in other words, God wanted man from the very beginning then to then partner with him in causing the fruit of his kingdom to be multiplied all across the earth. Then, of course, we know the story. The first thing that happened was with the serpent, and then it continued in every place where there was any defiled act of man that the enemy could do, then the enemy wants to come in because the enemy wants to try to rule the earth because it belongs to God, just because he, in the same way, wants to rule people. And so one of the passages that's very clear on this is Romans chapter 8. We'll just read part of it to you. He says, For all who are being led by the Spirit, Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. And then he goes on in verse 19 and he says, For the anxious longing of the creation waits eagerly for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation was subjected to futility, not of its own will, but because of him who subjected it in hope that the creation itself also will be set free from its slavery to corruption into the freedom of the glory of the children of God. So we see here then there's literally creation is crying out for mature believers to come to the place where they will step in and begin to set earth free, begin to set creation free. So it wasn't a choice of its own, but it's looking for those that recognize what we're talking to you about and will step in and begin to partner with God in setting land free. So another thing we want to talk to you about is how we process the information that we're seeing. So let's say you go down to City Hall and you look at the historic pictures on the wall or you go to the history section in your library and you start looking at things and noticing that there's some evil structures that were part of the influence of establishing your city. What do you do with that? Well, want to throw two different ways of thinking at us and we want to make sure that we process the godly way. You know, all of us in school, we were taught to do critical thinking, to look at a problem and to try to figure out how to 
to, to look at it and say, okay, this is what's wrong and be critical. Really, it is critical thinking. You're analyzing the problem. But if we shift our critical way of processing to an analytical way of processing, then with analyzing with the Lord, you're asking Holy Spirit, Lord, what really am I seeing here? So let's say you found that there was uh, corrupt, broken covenants that happened in the establishment of your city. Like somebody decided to basically steal the land from somebody else. They incorporated the city before the other one did you're seeing there a root of usurping and broken covenant and so with that you want to ask the lord lord first of all what do you want me to do about it because in our human nature and our way of being taught to critically think we'll look at it and go lord just take down what those people did instead of going lord what's your solution for that and god loves to to use us to bring the opposite spirit in when there's dark things that are there. You, you won't find solution if you're just in a place of being critical. True. To be able to analyze it, be analytical, and then see it. And then in all of this, the importance of being led by the Spirit to have dialogue with Holy Spirit. Ask Holy Spirit the questions, and He'll point it out. Like you said, if you recognize there was broken covenant here, it's opened a door. Okay, Holy Spirit, lead me, show me what I need to know, so that then you can also lead me in terms of an intercessor, spiritual warfare, then to know exactly what the Father wants to do. To in like you said, with a fruit, then there's a root. Then Father, what is the root that we might at the exact right time pull the root up and if the root is pulled up then we will begin to see uh, measurable results of things changing things will change in the atmosphere change things will change in people's attitude things will change in terms of decisions that are being made one of the things that that most people don't understand because of what we're talking about with land being defiled it has a voice there's a voice in the land and, and it's very clear that's exactly what happened with Cain and Abel. The, Abel's blood was calling out for justice, so it had a voice to it. And then in Hebrews it talks about, but the blood of Jesus has an even greater voice than the blood of righteous Abel. So in this, when we recognize all of a sudden broken covenant was there, then it's coming up from the land crying for justice, but there's also this atmosphere that lends itself towards breaking more covenant. It becomes easy. Okay, here we are again. We'll just break covenant. Same thing happens in cities where there's a lot of churches and they just split. Division happens. Broken covenant takes place. Those things happen because it's happened on the land and therefore it influences everything that's on the land. So it's very key for us to understand those things. So it affects then the very thoughts of the people. So if you can hear us today with the importance of understanding spiritual mapping to be able to get to the root of what it is, then when at the right time, and that you can pull up that root, then can you imagine then it opens rather than a portal, an opening that's been for the work of principalities and powers. Now all of a sudden it becomes that which is a portal for the voice of God and the works of the kingdom. And then all of a sudden if people's attitudes begin to be changed, if there's something different going on in the way they think and, and even their heart, then you're opening the door even then for a harvest. 
because it makes it to where people will be able to clearly hear the gospel of the kingdom. True. It makes me think about in Ephesians where it talks about we wrestle not against flesh and blood, Good. but powers and principalities. And, you know, if we take the flip side of what we're talking about, the enemy's camp does the same thing with when there's righteous roots that are in the land. So they will try to usurp and will try to cause division and uproot the righteous things that are going on in the land. I think about going to Northampton, Massachusetts years ago. It was my first time going. I was all excited. Uh, gonna go stand on the step that Jonathan Edwards, my great, great, great grandfather preached from and go experience that great awakening anointing. And I walked in the city and I was appalled at how corrupt it was. There was there was false religion everywhere. There wasn't really a true root that I could see in that downtown area of people who genuinely love Jesus. So you see where the enemy came in, this place that we're all crying out for another great awakening, but the place where the first one in our nation started, it's corrupt. And so we have to stand guard. So after we find out these evil places and we do the uprooting, we need to go in and we need to be an occupying force in those areas and that's what these podcasts have been about from the beginning is how when we go in and we are establishing the kingdom where we live in the places where we work in our cities that we are an occupying force for the kingdom of god that will keep the enemy from uprooting righteousness and will prevent him from seeding unrighteousness in our lands because we know very well if you go in works with an individual you can deliver them but if they don't understand occupying, the Spirit of God occupying them so that those demons can't come back, they'll come back. It works the same way in cities, in regions, in states. So the very practical things that we're giving you have to do with an army moving in after the strike has taken place, after the land is set free, after the atmosphere is changed, and all of that, which has to do with spiritual warfare, then the army will come in and begin to occupy so that they can't come back again. So if you're interested in this topic, we're offering a five-week program that's an introduction to spiritual mapping and setting the land free. So if you are interested in that, please go to our website, www.watchmanarise.com, and you'll see this program on there, and you can click the link and let us know that you're interested. This will be an opportunity where you can get on Zoom with us and we can talk through areas in your city and we'll have worksheets for you to work on and we'll mentor you through the beginning stages of this process. So if you're interested, go to the website again, www.watchmenarise.com and let us know that you're interested. So we remind you every week, we really want to develop relationship with you. I'm sure that God's given you things that would be effective for us and vice versa. So you can email us at office at watchmanarise.com. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast. Wherever you listen to podcasts, just subscribe on there with Occupying Force. So once again, we're very glad that you've connected with us today and we look forward to more connections in the future.